Hey guys, I'm Brad. I'm Lisa. And welcome to Unrunned to Pursuit. We just want to invite you guys into real unedited conversations about real life topics that affect your marriage. Yeah, guys, we are passionate about training and equipping marriages to succeed through God. Hey guys, still in season seven. Excited to be with you guys today. Excited yeah. to be here today, baby. Yeah. All right, I'm just checking in on you, making sure mm. all is good. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we want to start off today, uh, as we always do, with a review from one of you. Uh, this is from um, Arkansas Ozarks. And I said, wow. He said, Brad and Lisa are doing tremendous work for the kingdom. I've been listening for just a few days, and the Lord has used this podcast in a mighty way. I'm in a place where my wife and I are struggling and have gone through a lot of hard times. I have caused a lot of deep wounds and a lot of hurt. While I came to the podcast thinking I would get marriage help, the Lord has something else, had something else in mind. I have definitely received good insights for my marriage. But after reaching out to Brad and Lisa on Instagram, I started listening at episode 80. It was through these season five episodes that the Lord showed me I could not love my wife well and I could not save my marriage if I did not press into him. He pressed me to pray for my wife and to pray for her heart to be drawn to the Lord. We are both believers, but life takes a toll. I have struggled with bad depression and anxiety for a while, and that took its toll on our relationship. I quit reading my word and praying, and I was angry with God. But through this podcast, the Lord is grabbing my heart and doing a new thing in my life that is unlike anything I have experienced in a long time. Brad and Lisa, I'm so thankful for you and your obedience to the Lord. This review is long, I know, but there really is so much more I could say about the impact this has had in my life. Mm. And a guy. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah. I mean, I think we have said repeatedly over various episodes, like our strongest Mm -hmm. desire is for someone to listen to these episodes and draw closer to Christ Yeah, or go to Christ in general. And so when we hear reviews like that, where it's like, yes, this helped my marriage, but ultimately this helped my relationship with Christ. That's, that's it. That's what we want. Sorry. I don't know what happened to my voice. (laughs) Just was gone for a second. Yeah. I tried to talk and nothing came up. (laughs) It's a great way to start. I need to get insurance for my voice. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I I just, I I just have to say this funny story Uh, before we get started on everything else. Cause uh, today is Sunday that we're recording and I'll have you know that I, I got up this morning deciding that today was going to be the start of fall. Oh, this is this story. Yes. Because here's the reality. It's October now and (laughs) I'm originally from up North and in by October, I mean, it is, I mean, Fall is almost over by the time you're in mid-October. So I am like, okay, I'm going to, I'm tired of, you know, eighties and and everything else. And I'm going to dress up in my, my best fall colors. Okay. Which I did. I liked it. I know you did. I mean, I wasn't lying to you when I said. (laughs) So I just have to say this story because it's just too funny not to just throw myself under the bus. So I have my whole my, my I, I i'm feeling kind of cute you know i got all my fall colors on yep. and i asked and brad i asked brad because yeah. i put on a hat i said yeah. do i look like a witch i was like no <laughs> no <laughs> i'm like whatever <laughs> he's like, like you look sexy no yeah. i'm like okay yeah. okay and i wasn't lying <laughs> so <laughs> so we get to church <laughs> And for and those of you who have listened last week to our lovely to last friends, week, yeah. Rich and Suzanne. Rich and Suzanne after church. I guess what Suzanne was like, oh, your outfit looks nice or something like that, right? Yes. And Rich is like, you look like a witch. 
<laughs> and I'm just like, I knew it. <laughs> I knew but it. But that was the only one. Okay. But then. Okay. Here's the deal. One is enough. Okay. <laughs> if any woman says, like, is being told that you look like a witch, like, you don't need anyone else to yeah. tell you this. The ironic no, thing about it no, is that Rich so. is like, I thought it was like a compliment. Yeah. He wasn't being, <laughs> yeah, he like, wasn't being okay. mean at all. And then. Um, <laughs> we have to go by the grocery store. Then we have to go by the grocery store and we're walking in and the kid that like runs around and grabs the carts outside. <laughs> He's walking out and he looks at Lisa and he's like, ooh, ooh scary witch costume. <laughs> I mean, you guys, I, I was just literally like, well, I will never yeah. wear this again. I laughed so hard. I mean, he kept it together after we like, yeah. I walked in yeah. and then Brad is like doubling over on yeah. the cart and I'm just like. I mean, clearly, like, I'm trying to reposition this hat on my head yeah. at this point or willing to abandon it altogether. Yep. I just figured you guys, if you needed a good little laugh just to start off your day. That's called confirmation, too. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Either way, you guys will never see. I I will conjure a picture. Conjure. I just said conjure. Wow. Wow. Just Wow. Jesus. We just need a lot of Jesus in this episode. (laughs) It's going to say a picture for everyone to see so that they could make Why would you conjure anything? Exactly. You should just take that out of your vocabulary. <laughs> like, there's no, there's no reason to. Apparently, this has put me in a not great mental state. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, so that is obviously completely off topic, but mm. we we like to share our funny moments with you guys, along with all of our hard ones. Yeah. So we want to talk about something today that actually was something that we had kind of discussed a long time ago, and even. Briefly, I don't know if you remember this. I I think I had said like one line of this um, in another episode, but we wanted to take time to actually do an entire episode on this particular topic. And this was a, I have not read this book, so please do not judge us (laughs) by this particular person. I've read the devotional. Yeah. We have not read the book. No, what, what, like seven day devotional and. Yes, and this, so this is by yeah. Kyle Eidelman, and it's called Aha. So if you look up on Version, if you want to read the plan, you can read it on there. But um, I like just thought, drink. yes, it is like the, the sparkling water drink. But I thought it was so powerful, and I think like you and I have seen this so many times, mm-hmm. not only in our own lives, but in the couples that we coach and the reboots that we do. Um, if one of these ingredients, which we're going to get into right now, is missing – you that's where you really often see people not actually able to fully surrender, fully repent, fully move forward um, in an area of their life that they're yeah. struggling. So you want to go over what aha is or you want me to? No, oh, okay. I, <clears throat> let me get into it. Okay, baby. Okay. <laughs> so this is a quote from, um, from the devotional from Kyle, Kyle Edelman. Edelman. Aha always has three ingredients. If any one of these ingredients is missing, it's it short circuits the transformation process. One of the ingredients is a sudden awakening. Two is brutal honesty. Three, immediate action. And um, aha itself is awakening, honest action. Yeah. 
So, and they go on to just say, if there's an awakening and honesty, but no action, then it hasn't happened. If there's awakening and action, but honesty is overlooked, it's short lived. But when God's word and the Holy Spirit bring these three things together in your life, you will experience, aha, a God given moment that changes everything. Mm -hmm. And man, when I read that, I was like, this is so true. This is so true. Like how many times have we seen someone have an awakening moment where God gives them an opportunity to choose something Mm -hmm. and then they move towards honesty, but then they never get to action. Yeah. Immediate action. Yeah. I think that's what's key about that phrase is immediate action. So something needs to be done right now. You know, I think that, I think the ingredient that's always there is the awakening. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you know, in this whole yeah, God gives an process, over over. there's always an awakening. It's what happens from there that determines whether you, you know, whether you're repentant, whether you're walking a different path than you were walking before, whether you turn your life around or not. But that's that's the choice that's, you know, that's in front of you, right? Mm-hmm. For us, majority of the time it's dealing with, marriages and so what we see is the awakening could be and i know this isn't going to be popular because mm-hmm. we've had this before but the awakening could be um getting caught mm-hmm. in infidelity or the awakening can also be like confessing right and we've had a whole i don't know if we did a whole episode of this but yeah, we, we had did. you know with with what's better getting caught or and even with like awakening but, where it's like someone's just like i'm you know i'm i'm ready to give up on this marriage just because communication is bad you know what i'm saying yeah. like these awakening moments don't have to just happen because of infidelity it's like no i i was just yeah. giving that example yeah i just clarifying but also the way you went i didn't even think of it that way i just thought of this as a personal journey and you have your own awakening and then you have to you know just like Paul on the road to Damascus, mm-hmm. just like, you know, multiple, you know, story, multiple char- uh, individuals out of the Bible, yeah, you know, that, that had this awakening, you know, self, mm-hmm. right? And the way you just put it was more of an awakening of like, okay, we have, you know, maybe we have a decent marriage or relationship or whatever, right? And then you're like, I, I just can't take this anymore because something's been nagging at you maybe now you're seeing it and then the next step is to be honest about it mm-hmm. you know so i guess like for the the example you're giving is more of like towards somebody and i think the way i looked at this when i was reading this is self yeah no i am right? thinking of self i'm thinking of it in that aspect of that this awakening can happen in a lot of different ways as far as like maybe this awakening where God's giving you an opportunity is your spouse coming to you and saying like, I'm, I'm going to leave because Mm. of this, Mm. you know? And so just knowing like at any point, like God uses the circumstances of our life to provide us an opportunity to change, to turn, to repent, to confess, you know, all of those things. And I think that that can come about in a lot of different ways. So I think what people mistake sometimes is that they think that aha moments or that awakening only comes from like a just 
unbelievably supernatural experience on the side of the road, which is really what you had. But I think the reality is just like you said, everybody actually does have these opportunities in various ways in their life. Oh, I think I've had, I've probably had, well, I'm not going to say probably because I'm not perfect. I've had multiple awakening moments. It's just not as severe, Mm -hmm. I guess, as, as what I experienced before, but absolutely because it's these, it's almost, I guess you can almost say they're epiphanies. Oh, could you? I don't know. Maybe I'm using that wrong. No, I think epiphanies works. Does it? Now I feel like I'm, I'm totally lost on that. You want me to, you want me to look up? I mean, you can look it up, but basically, you know, you're sitting there and all of a sudden you get this like, <laughs> this aha moment, right? Just like it says, this moment where you realize this needs to change. Mm-hmm. And it could be anything. Yeah. I mean, we don't even have to stay in the spiritual realm. This could be anything, literally anything, right? I walked up the flight of stairs. I was out of breath. All of a sudden, I'm like, Things need to change. I shouldn't be out of breath, you know? Like, this could be any moment. But the ingredients for every single one of these moments is the exact same. Mm-hmm. It is the discovery and then being honest and brutally honest i would say and why is that even a phrase now that i'm saying it well be, i to me brutally honest is because it is like so i think our human tendency is we want to soften the blow to ourselves mm. and to others when it mm. comes to honesty okay. and so when when especially specifically if you're having that awakening let's say you go let, let's keep it as simple as the example you just said i've gone mm. up the stairs i'm out of breath mm. a brutal awakening is to literally have this like come to Jesus moment of like, okay, (laughs) brutally honest here. I've, you know, had these things over these little Mm -hmm. decisions in my life have led me here and I cannot keep doing it this way. Right. I cannot keep having this every day. I can't keep on with the same habits I've had every day. Now I think a lot of us do reach that stage with something as simple as that. It's the action part that we end up in trouble with. Right. It's like we have those little conversations, like the, quote unquote, brutal honesty. But a lot of times we never get to the action. Yeah. But I do think brutal honesty is super hard when it comes to more serious things. I think it is. Yeah. I just, I guess honesty should just be honesty in my eyes. Like there's okay, no. Well, let me give an example of I think where people struggle <laughs> a lot when it comes to honesty, what? specifically in the areas of hurt and marriage and where we see a lot of yeah. people trip up Yeah. is okay. I'm honest, I've done this hurtful thing, but withholding certain things because they're feeling like I don't want to hurt someone more. Yeah, but in those instances, and we've talked about this before, I mean, I just don't think we've recorded talking about it before, but then those those instances, you're not really being honest. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So like the omission of truth by not saying anything is not being honest. If you're having to, you know, these discussions, right? Like the truth needs to come out. Now I've understood where these people have come from when they've said like, Oh, I didn't say everything Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to hurt my spouse more. Well, one, you have to, well, what's everything, you know, cause like I'm in the, I'm in the camp of, you don't have to share every detail. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't matter at that point. But you point. have to be willing to. We have to be willing to. That's the difference. But I don't feel like you have to share every detail because, and I know people's brains work differently, but to me, it's like, 
the deeds have been done. I don't, you know, details don't, we don't need to get down and dirty in these details. Yeah. Right? Well, the reality that, is, is we always tell people, whatever you know, yeah. you have to heal from. That's where I, and I, listen, if you're a, a, a counselor, like a licensed counselor and you're hearing me, you could totally disagree with me. That's totally like, yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not a licensed counselor. I haven't, you know, done that, but just my experience and what I feel, because I know there's d- disclosure forms and things like that. Like I understand yeah. all that stuff. I get And there's that. a process to it. And there's a process, but I don't feel like those details, hiding, not hiding, not, sh- not, I don't want to say it because yes, I was willing to share whatever you'd ask me. Yeah. But also I was like, I don't, I don't want you to know. Like, I don't feel like I need to share details because it just is like, well, I think what it is, is we developed kind of a sorting system, like the necessary things that needed to be addressed as far as like an overarching picture of these are Mm -hmm. the things that have happened and that's necessary. Yeah. And the reality is, is that when it comes to situations specifically like this, people do go into that PI mode and they want to know just every single detail. And that does usually for the betrayed does end up becoming more hurtful than healing and just keeps digging and digging. And right. Digging. And but, so it's important that the yeah. person that is the betrayer in this particular, and instance, listen, we're going is willing, we're not getting off topic, but we are going a little tangent. Cause I'm just a saying that I don't understand why it says brutal honesty. Cause I feel like if you're honest, it should just be honest. Yeah. Like there's no other like, Oh, I'm going to be sugar honest with you right now. Like, what is that? <laughs> No, I want brutal. Turn the brutal on. That's what I want. Like, you know what I mean? Just be honest with me. If I say, if I tell someone, hey, I want you to be honest with me, I'm I'm telling them. I'm giving them like rain, right? Mm-hmm. Like, open up. Be honest with me. Like, if mm-hmm. I did something, right, I'm presenting something. Hey, be honest with me. Is this good? Well, do you want my brutal honesty or do you want my kind be of honest nice honesty? Do I look like a witch? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, it's off topic, but um, if you're if you're withholding information, you're not being honest. So you're actually not even getting yeah. step two yeah. done in this you know in this path. And I think, like we said, like okay, we're getting off on a little bit of a tangent, but I do think there may be some necessity for clarification because I mm-hmm. do think there's this. What you're saying is okay. You need to be completely honest, and at the same time, like don't share all the details. Well, listen. Here's what I'm talking about with details, right? Like at, you know, went to this restaurant on this date at this time, you yeah. know, then we went to this hotel at this date at this time, this club at this date. Like the, really all of that does not matter. You went out to eat together. You went to a hotel together. You went to a club together. Yeah. Like you cheated. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like I don't, I don't even care what hotel it is. Yeah. I don't care what restaurant was like, it doesn't matter what time of day it was like all of that. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. It's like, cause I've, we've seen it where it's like details like this date at this time, this is what happens. And I'm listening. I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's overwhelming. It's, it's overwhelming. And I'm like, it's gotta be again. I know there's a, a therapeutic side of this, yes. right? I understand Because confession is therapeutic. Yeah, absolutely. But it's got to be like this crushing weight on the betrayer and and also this crushing weight on the betrayed, not relief, right? And that's where I'm, that's where I'm getting at. So I guess like 
you know, yeah, I'm saying withhold the details in that sense. And yeah. I'm not saying withhold them. Maybe it's this way. Don't get caught in the details, like caught up in it. Do you know what I'm don't saying? Don't get caught up in the details. Like be yeah. honest, but don't get caught yeah. up in the details, like where you yeah. end up digging so, so mm-hmm. far into something that you end up hindering where you both want to go. Yeah. Because the reality is, is that two people that are in a, a relationship that has been severed or broken in some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. If you guys are both and you have both made a decision that you want to work on the marriage and you want to move forward, getting caught up in the details will actually hinder you both going where you want to go. There are ingredients required to move forward. So we don't want to mistake that. And this is what this whole episode is about. Yeah. You have the awakening. You're honest. I think the, so the first ingredient is the easiest. Yeah, because really you, you do. really don't participate in that as far as like these things happening to you. Yeah. You have the opportunity to either move forward into honesty or, or to ignore, ignore it. it. Yeah. But that's really not something that you can just make happen. No. So the, like yeah, the aha moments or the the, the awakening. The awakening moments 100%. If you're not honest with yourself during this time or honest with your spouse, you know, and it is with yourself first. Mm. I really do think it is with yourself first because you can have these awakenings and just be like, talk yourself out of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, for sure. I, you hear people all the time. I, I, I just heard people, you know, not necessarily misusing scripture, but not, not having it in a totality, you know, not taking it as a whole. And so I guess you could say it was misusing it, but but they weren't coming from a place of of um, malfeasance or whatever. Malfeasance, you like that? Nice. <laughs> so they weren't coming from a place from that. It was just understanding, right? Yeah. But the reason I'm saying that is because they weren't honest. Like I mean, with themselves. Like you mm-hmm. have to be honest with yourself, right? You and then you can find ways to talk yourself out of it. So like I can even use scripture. To say, oh, well, that aha moment, that awakening moment is kind of like, meh. And, you know, but this is why I did it. So yeah. I'm not really being honest with myself. I'm just trying to squash it because I don't want to change. And whenever right? you have, like, you know, those awakening moments, it's the Holy Spirit is many times just revealing things to us. And the reality is, is the more often you silence that, mm-hmm. the easier it is to silence it. Yeah, I like what this... this um this gentleman wrote in here, you know, he's like, you avoiding brutal honesty will short circuit the lasting change. That's what we've been talking about. Um, well, actually, that's not what we've been talking about because what they're saying here is if you're not fully, maybe that's what I, I feel. It's like if you're not fully honest, right, fully slash brutal, mm-hmm. those those are interchangeable to me. If you're not fully honest, um, it'll short circuit the lasting change, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You could have a short term change with an awakening moment, honesty, action. I re I'm confessing, I'm talking to my spouse about whatever it is, or I'm talking, or I'm, you know, to myself, I'm like figuring this out. Okay. We got to fix this and then moving to action. But if I'm not fully being honest, if I'm not fully being open, what he's saying here is when there's recognition without repentance, Mm -hmm. then, then the cycle, the circuit will stop. Mm -hmm. and i love that because it's so true because that's what we've seen listen we've coached 
I mean, we haven't even kept count, right? Yeah, We've a coached lot of couples. A yeah. lot of couples, a lot. And we're not like, <laughs> you know, a hundred, right? Like a hundred percent. I don't you know, know what, what I mean? Saying. Like we're helping people, right? Mm-hmm. But there's sometimes you're helping a marriage and it doesn't doesn't work. Oh, well, because yeah, two people <clears throat> have to do the things, yeah. Two people have to do the things, but also it's these moments, just what I'm talking yeah. about here. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen it and it's almost where you know, I could I could almost sense it where I'm like, that eh, that dude has not been totally honest. Been totally honest. There's mm-hmm. no way. Mhm. And I've called people out on it before because uh, I don't want to waste their time. No, or know? ours. Or ours. So yeah. like, I'm like, hey, man, you know, you're not being honest. Just straight up called them out. And they got offended about it. But it was like, no, you're not because you guys haven't moved. Yeah. Like there's, so, so you don't you have repentance. You had a quick fix because one, you got caught or one, you finally had this awakening of i need to get this off my chest Mm -hmm. because you were feeling bad right and this could be it doesn't have to be infidelity this could be anything that that can fracture a marriage right Mm -hmm. so you're feeling guilty got to get this off my chest you get just enough off your chest so then you can go back to the normal Mm -hmm. marriage you had before that was just kind of like cool and you're good that's not gonna last it's gonna the truth always comes out and get Get that, get that. Mm-hmm. If you don't get anything else from this from this time listening to our podcast today, get that. The truth will always, always come out. It might not be within a couple hours. It might not be that day, but I guarantee you, the Bible says this, guarantee you, the truth will always be known, mm-hmm. always. So there's no hiding <clears throat> there's no hiding anything like it's going to come out. And so if you're in an intimate relationship, your spouse, and you think you're going to hide that infraction or whatever it is, you're thinking you're going to hide that, that piece of the truth. You're not, it's going to come out eventually. And what usually happens, what we see is you've had this awakening. You've been semi-truthful. Yeah. <laughs> you've taken immediate action like okay we're gonna fix this you know and then you're you're moving forward and then you move forward and then all of a sudden it's like you know we talk to him and all of a sudden it's like everything's horrible yeah they, you they know have, you have to actually go back to the honesty yeah. piece and then it, it go and then it reverts all the way back yeah. and and then you're looking at all the action you took and then it feels like nothing <clears throat> feels like you didn't do anything and then you're looking at the space you're in and you were like we were here before mm-hmm. and, and you weren't and you cycle. weren't honest with me you know and so then you get stuck there and so it doesn't last i've never seen it last i think it's yeah i've just never seen it last i think that this specifically too with an area like pornography i think this is a big one even with people having yeah. the you know that uh, that awakening yeah. right and then they're honest with themselves but they think that they can take care of it themselves. Yeah. So like, okay, this is a problem. I'm going to take care of it myself. So they never actually confess to to anyone and they keep that hidden. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they take some actionable steps, but it, because there's never really actually been this, like, okay, I'm, I am confessing that leads to repentance. Like they end up in that cycle too. And they don't want to be honest because they don't want to hurt their spouse. 
but ultimately it ends up continuing to hurt your spouse. Mm -hmm. And so it, it is one of those things like, I actually like the phrase brutal honesty. Yeah. But I think it's just because I, I recognize like the reality is, is that truth a lot of times is hurtful. Mm-hmm. And it's not because of the fact that truth in and of itself is bad because we all need truth, but it, it hurts our pride or it yeah. hurts our sin. It hurts our, you know, well, like, it's, it's a, if you're living the truth that you get, that you're not living is, is hurting your sin is hurting your flesh, mm-hmm. right? It's hurting something you, you probably should not, you shouldn't be doing yeah. Not Probably shouldn't be doing. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing. That's why it hurts. Yeah. Right. So Cause like, you want to hold on to these vices, if you will. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? And <clears throat> I mean, we just like in, in the sermon today, it talked about this. It, uh, it, the pastor, <laughs> the, <laughs> like the sermons talking about itself. No, they talked about this, like this truth, this speaking, this truth mm-hmm. and, and, you have to the bible literally says to speak truth to your neighbors yeah you know and that's not coming here's a deal and my buddy and i talked about it later you want to speak truth to everyone you want listen in this in this moment right i have this awakening and now it's time and i've been honest with myself and now it's time that i need to be honest with my spouse mm-hmm. right and i need to tell the whole truth be fully honest and i know it's going to hurt him or her i know it's going to hurt him but i have to do that like it has to all get out out. has to all get out and then you start then that moment then you can take that immediate action of okay i'm gonna we're gonna start healing we're gonna start moving forward together and that it's immediate in the sense of decision making it's mm. not immediate because I know you looked at you gave me these crazy eyes when I said healing because you're like whoa wait a minute you did you saw these crazy no, no, eyes no, no. You I I totally get what you mean it is decision process and I think people do get stuck here because I I think that there's a lot of things that when someone is dealing with a crisis situation there's a lot of things that you you feel like it's going to take me a while to make a decision about what I want to do here and and if you're on the betrayed side mm-hmm. of things um, where someone is going like, okay, am I, am I willing to move forward? Am I willing to either way you have to heal? Yeah. So that's like a huge thing that people need to recognize. So then what, like to me, immediate is like immediate. Yeah. Right? I mean, does that make sense? Like, so I guess yeah. you'd have to define immediate because in both aspects of, of a spouse hurting another spouse in any form right Mm -hmm. could be lying whatever it is in both aspects there's one has that awakening moment does this is honest Mm -hmm. the other one at the same time now is having an awakening moment and it has to be honest back but the immediate action like that's the third ingredient so that needs to happen so to me i mean he's writing immediate action so it's that doesn't mean that it's solved. And that's why I'm saying decision-making. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean when it's solved, but it's right now. Okay, now. Like, let's take it back to, to you know, health, right? Yeah. Can't get up the flight of stairs without huffing and puffing. I'm honest with myself, man. You know, down to too many Girl Scout cookies. Whatever <laughs> it is, right? Whatever it is. So, okay. 
immediate action. I need to start now. Mm-hmm. Right now, okay, no more sugar. Mm-hmm. Or whatever it is, right? But it's it's now. It's mm-hmm. not... Okay, so here's where I would say that the differentiation here is for me is that I think, yeah, with those aha moments, it is an individual process, right? If someone is going through something where you recognize, okay, I've had this moment. God has revealed that there's something I need to change in my life. I need to be honest about that, and I need to make an immediate action. I don't think that you can then force your spouse to follow that same template. So I think there, that's where I think there's differentiation when it comes to, if you are walking through that process, which I think if you have something in your life that you have that awakening moment and you have walked through honesty, Mm -hmm. it does require immediate action and many steps of immediate action, right. And many decisions that need to be made. I think on the other side of that, there's a different process to walk through it also requires a lot of decisions. And I a think lot that of, and then this is like fully an individual. Yeah, I, I think that's what it is. It that really either is. way, because and this does what this is what it comes down to is so many things is that you individually are responsible for how you handle situations and how you respond to those awakening moments in your mm-hmm. life. Me having an awakening about my spouse's weight. No, does not equal the same thing. <laughs> yeah. That's not. So if we're going to correlate this same thing, if yeah. I'm saying to my spouse, yeah. I've had an awakening about that, your weight, you have gained some weight. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be honest with you about it. Yeah, and brutally. now I'm going to give you an action plan. I'm going to be brutally honest Correct. with you. Does not have the same. And advantage. I'm going to give you an immediate action plan. <laughs> yes. That doesn't work. Does not work. There's no way that works. Like, I, and so I, I, I mean, that is a good correlation yeah, for me a, to think about that side of things. Is yeah. that you cannot force, and we also see this happen very often. On mm-hmm. if someone is needing to have an awakening experience, right? Oh yeah. And the spouse is on the other side, going like, "I just need to to wake up. I just." I need to give them all these things and help them to see mm. that, that this is wrong and I'm going to be so honest and here's the action plan, yeah. right? And it does not work. It does not work to have that and hand it to someone else. Yeah. Like you have to own these steps individually and I think it can look very, very different whether you are on the betrayed or the or the betrayer side. Mm. You know, I mean, I think you have to navigate through those things in a different way. Yeah. So if you were the one that did the wrong and you have this, I mean, we're talking about big things, right? So like, you know, cheating on your spouse, you know, I don't, now as I'm talking through it, I don't know if I had an awakening about that. I think I had an awakening about my walk with Christ Mm -hmm. because I already knew what I was doing was wrong. Yeah, there was no. You already had ignored there was no all awakening the other, yeah. about it. It wasn't like I thought it was right, and then I had this awakening that what I was doing is wrong. No, I one hundred percent understood what I was doing is wrong. So I think that my awakening was literally, you know, my choice, right? My my fork in the road choice. But with with just maybe something not as severe the spouse that does the wrong, you need to go through this and, and your immediate action is um, asking for forgiveness, like from your spouse. And if it's not given, you know, 
sorry, it's not given, right? Like you, you can't Don't force somebody. <laughs> yeah, you can't force someone to forgive you. Um, and I mean, they should forgive you. We've talked about that before, yes. but you can't force somebody to forgive you. So depending on the hurt, you know, we're human, right? Like they yes. might not forgive you right then and there. But, you know, you have this awakening. You're honest with yourself. What I'm doing is wrong. It's not right. I need to fix it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm asking God for forgiveness. I'm, I'm doing this 180. I'm re I recognize what was going on. I'm being repentant. My immediate action is going to my spouse, telling them what's going on, telling them this is what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I've, I'm already, you know, I got to strengthen my relationship with Christ. I'm, these are the boundaries I'm going to put up, whatever mm -hmm. it is, but this is what I'm going to do. That's your immediate action. The other side of that coin that could take forever. It really can. And I don't want to be like, you know, the, you know, Debbie Downer, but the person that was wronged, that could take a long time before. Yeah. It, well, it depends, I think, a lot on how someone else reacts in that aha moment and also on your walk with Christ. People get really caught up with trusting their spouse again. And sometimes I have to tell people just, you need to put a lot of trust in Jesus yeah. in your future. Because there is this very big reality that I think anyone needs to come to the realization with on either side of the coin. You will be okay. You will be okay. If you have Jesus, you will be yeah. okay. He has your future. No other person can be enough for you. Yeah. They cannot be the thing that fulfills you so much that if they are not a part of your life, you cannot survive yeah. anymore. And people need to come to that realization. They play so much in that particular earthly relationship that they lose sight of like what God is doing mm -hmm. and can do and will do in their lives. So there is a, a piece of the puzzle that if you are, you should not, if you are trying to heal from a betrayal, you should not stay stuck in that for years and years and years and years. No, and you I shouldn't. know that I'm stepping on some pe people's oh, toes. Oh, I mean, yes, absolutely. Because it's not it's not healthy for you. It's not no. healthy for you. You need to go after healing and you can't keep staying stuck in the pattern of trying to get someone to pay a price that can never be paid mm -hmm. or waiting for them to equal enough trust that you can feel like you can move forward here's the reality. And I think this is what it is. The The more that you see your spouse go after Christ, the easier it is yeah. to move forward, which is why we always tell people your individual relationship with Christ is the thing that determines the direction you're going. It absolutely does. And ultimately when it comes down to it, it's going to be you standing in front of God. Yeah. Right. That's, it's not you. You mean you can't get in front of God and say like, Listen, I got my I family done right way here. better, yeah. but this guy back yeah. here yeah, prevented yeah, yeah. me from actually pursuing my relationship with you because he hurt me so much yeah. that I stayed staring at that hurt yeah. so long. I never trusted in what you yeah. could do or in exactly. you know, like we, we don't get those, <laughs> those excuses before the throne of God, you know, it, it's like, and not that God is sitting there like, Oh, okay. Well, you did all these things wrong. Da, da, da. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying like, we want to be accountable for what we do here and you yeah. want to live for the eternal here. Mm -hmm. But um, you're not responsible. Like that's, I mean, you are responsible in the sense of you need to share the gospel. You yeah. need to steward your family. Well, 
lead your spouse, all those things. But ultimately, when it comes down to it, you're not standing in front of God with your with your wife next to you. Yeah, that's just yeah. That's not how it is. Like you're not you're you're there as an individual. You're not standing there with your kid next to you. Mm-hmm. Like you're there as an individual. You're accountable for you. Yeah. So ultimately, it comes down to that. I was looking at this, and and one of the big things he says is that everyone gets stalled in the honesty and action mm-hmm. piece in between there. Yep. That's where really the big stall comes. And he kind of gave a little example. He's like, I agree with you, but I just don't feel like doing anything about it. Is what people's excuse usually is, right? Yes. Like, like what do you think I was going No, with yeah. That? I'm just oh. saying like that's that's how people, oh, okay, I'm hearing you. Even now, people are going to be listening to this and go, yeah. oh, yeah, 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 I, I hear you, mm. right? But then like, you're going to click at the end of this podcast and then you're just going to go about doing every yeah. single thing that you did. And before, I think the, I think one this. of the big things with this one that I'll, I'll speak on, I think that really hits with this is the secret sins, right? Mm-hmm. So pornography, like I think that hits with this hard, right? Mm-hmm. Aha moment. I know awakening moment. I know this is wrong. I'm honest with myself, right? I know what I'm doing is wrong. I know it's not what God wants me to do. I know it's not healthy. You know, I know this action stalled. I know it's not, I know it's wrong, but, Mm -hmm. but is it really wrong? And, or you're not willing to do like, okay, I can't handle to, I can't handle having a smartphone. Yeah. Or I yeah. need to have, you know, actually have my devices monitored. It's a, it's a, it's the great example of of Jesus saying, if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. If your yeah. hand causes you to sin, cut it off. He wasn't literally telling people to go, you know, mutilate themselves. What he was saying was, this is how serious yeah. this is. So if anything's causing you to sin, you have to get Be out. Ruthless. Because this is how serious it is. It's the same with devices. Think of it as that hand, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so if I, if I am so addicted and nothing is helping, right? I'm seeking help. First of all, if I'm seeking help, nothing's helping mm-hmm. and I'm still in this cycle, then I got to get rid of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I got to go back to a flip phone. Mm-hmm. I have to go back to those things. Like I can't yeah. have this because I can't control myself, you know, and that's and just so much help out there for this. Oh no, there is. I'm just saying yeah. like, that's the, that's the. Where people get stuck. Yeah. So the action part, it's just everyone can be honest with themselves, Mm -hmm. I feel like, even brutally honest with themselves. I really do. Mm -hmm. I don't think that anyone can hide things from from themselves, (laughs) right? Yeah. But they can lie to themselves. But then the action piece is where, even if it's like half action, right? Because you're like, well, I don't want to give all of it up. Or what I did wasn't that bad. Oh, yeah, the justification, man. What I did wasn't that bad, so I can change a little bit, but I don't really have to change that much because, you know. Or or the, this is normal. Or everybody's doing this thing. Well, and that's that's where I was going out with, like, the pornography thing. Yeah. Is because there's a lot, and this, if you guys don't know this, you're listening to this, there's a lot of married couples that this is normal to them. Mm -hmm. Or at least to one of them. And the I other one accepts it. I have heard from more than one wife that they have actually told their husband to go and watch porn because they have not been in the mood to have sex. 
Yeah. And I will just tell you right now with that is like, if you're hearing that and and you have done this, don't do that. Do not do this. Do not Mm -hmm. invite this into your marriage bed. Have a conversation. Yeah. Like, right. Like, I know there's so many other ways to handle that. Uh, This this is a little tangent. There's so many other ways to handle that on both sides. Right. Yes. One, if more than likely it's the man, right. That's, I wouldn't say more. Well, in this instance, you just gave, I have a feeling, you know, this is coming from like a husband that wanted, you know, yeah, sex and, 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 and typically like, nah. women are like in seasons of like yeah. new mothers or you yeah. Know, just- so as a man, as a real man, you literally just suck that up. Yeah, right. You're just like, okay, no, it's fine. But you don't have to say okay, it's fine, and then just walk away. You could say, hey, you know, like we haven't been together in a long time. Whatever it is, right? Yeah. Like you can you can have these conversations you should have these conversations yeah. wife and your wife should have that conversation back to you like babe i'm not trying to you know i, I still am, i still find you attractive i still you know yeah. want to do these things to My you but right now, right now i'm just having a hard time yes. instead of just going you know what why don't you go watch this computer screen and yeah, you have belittling. full reign on whatever you can do mm-hmm. i'm just gonna sit here and mind my own business yeah like Man, that's so that's, hurtful to yeah, you. You're inviting your so much into your and, marriage. And, and can I just say something that's just, I think people need to recognize too. Like sex is not a need that God has told you that you just like, Mm-mm. you know, you have to have this to survive in your life. No, like that, like people need to recognize, like you can have self-denial. You can have self-control. Yeah. You can all do all of these things to mm-hmm. honor your marriage bed and to honor yourself. You know, and I think like that's the reality too. It's like, no, there are seasons where things are harder in marriage, where mm-hmm. sec- sexual life is more difficult. And you guys need to come together, not not push people towards things that cause a fracture in your marriage, mm-hmm. a fracture in your sex life. Like this is not a normal thing. I mean, listening to this right now, this could be an awakening moment for some spouse listening to this. And the honesty side of it is just accepting that, yes, I've done this, mm-hmm. right? The action side of it is having a conversation with your spouse. Yeah, and then doing something. Hey, I realize that this isn't healthy, yeah. right? That Because if you are married, you don't need sex to survive right it's not no. it's not uh it's not like water right i need mm-hmm. water i have to have water it's not like water but it's if important. you're married yeah. and you're not having sex I, danger zone yes it's a big danger zone yep. and it doesn't matter the frequency i'm not even getting to that i'm just saying period yeah right and so being able to have that conversation hey right now you're listening to this you have this awakening you're being honest with yourself you know what maybe i've just been tired been kind of lazy mm-hmm. didn't want to you know feeling a little disconnected but i'm not saying anything so i'm just kind of doing my own thing and mm-hmm. we're almost roommates now take some action yeah take action go talk to your spouse right now yeah like just take that action and that you'll see the benefits of that not of the physical aspect of having sex but of this this ingredient these ingredients yeah right this is how you get closer to god this is how you your your life the way it's walking right like once you it was said today in the sermon too like our goal is not to just get to heaven 
mm-hmm. right? It's to be more like Christ on earth and to share the gospel. And so these awakening moments, then being honest, then taking immediate action, all those, that's basically what it is, is it's sanctification. Yeah. And it's just pushing you along to be closer to God. It really is. And in turn, when that happens, in turn, what happens is you have a stronger marriage. You have a stronger relationship with your kids. You're a better parent. Mm-hmm. You're a better spouse. Like all those things, all those things are the byproduct of just being honest with yourself and taking action. Yeah. And it's can change everything. And it's so powerful to recognize that. And I think these ingredients you know in fact i loved in in this devotional he talked about with just three ingredients if you're missing one you can really tell if something is screwed up yeah <laughs> and it's like it's true right if you have a recipe with like like you leave the salt you know, out of yeah you know, yeah if you leave the salt out of the sourdough guys it's not good but i mean that it's true the less ingredients yeah. that are required the more the more Important, the, important ingredients are. the ingredients are. If one is missing, it is a key ingredient. It, it can't be overlooked. It is, if it is missing, yeah. it does not turn out the same way. And it breaks our heart when we don't see yeah. these three things come into play. Because just like we said earlier, you cannot force these on someone else. You can't force awakening. Nope. All you can do is pray. Yep. That's literally all you can do. You can't force it. We've been DM'd. Hey, Here's my spouse's Instagram handle. Could you send them, you know, something mm-hmm. here, here? You know, could you send them this episode of your podcast? Could you do this? Should I be sending my spouse these things? And should I be giving them books to read and all that? And our answer is always like, no, no, because they're not going to receive it. Yeah. More than likely they will not receive it. And so all you can do, if you want your spouse to have an awakening, all you can do is pray for them. That's yeah. it. So you can't force the awakening. You can't force the honesty. There's no there's no part of this that you can force. You can't force the action. It has to come from the person. You can suggest yeah. what to do. You can help. You can support. You can be there. Yeah. But there's no way that you can push it on yourself. It's it, the perfect example is what you just said as far like a little bit ago as far as like the healthy side of it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I've had this awakening that you're gaining too much weight. <laughs> so now I'm being honest with you. Like you need to cut back. And then now I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that you're not, you know, eating whatever. Or when you grab something to eat, I'm going to tell you, you should only eat half of that. Like whatever it is like that. Who want, first of all, who wants to live life like that in a marriage? Right? Like I didn't, <laughs> so I'm marrying a parent. Or some, you know, someone that's like supposed to like tell you exactly what to do. You're married, you married your spouse, your best friend. So even in that, it's just like that action, that immediate action that you're giving your spouse is not going to last. Yeah. They're going to fall somewhere, right? Or they're going to start resenting you. And or, Mm -hmm. I would say and, I would just say and start resenting you. Not even and or, they would, they're going to fall off and they'll start resenting you on a certain level. So you can't force the action. You can't force any of these. All you could do is pray. And when you're praying for your spouse, if you see them in in this, you know, walking away from God or in whatever troubles they're in, if you see them in this, definitely pray for them. If you think that they need an awakening, you could pray about that, but you should also be like praying for yourself. Yeah. Like this is where 
you know, those honest prayers. And I think this is kind of where I've had little awakenings where I've been praying for someone else or for something, you know, like for, well, I'll just use you as an example, even though I have literally haven't done this, but I'm praying. (laughs) Oh, great. Yeah. Praying for you to change something. Right. The aha moment, the awakening moment is, is saying like, you know what? Maybe it's not her. Maybe it's me. Mm -hmm. Then the honest moment is accepting that it's, it is me for sure. And then the action is I'm going to start praying for myself. Hey, if I need to change God, then change me, work on me, not teach me, teach me, Mm -hmm. teach me how to do this, work on me, show me instead of saying my spouse needs to change. I can't stand this, make him change, make him change or her change. So I think those have been my, some of my awakening moments. Absolutely. And I think if people pay attention to this process, in their own lives, they're going to see it way more. I think even as I read through this and this, you know, they're fairly simple to remember, right? Awakening, honesty, action. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you start paying attention, you're going to notice these happening all the time in your life. And you don't want to miss one of them. When you have an awakening about something, it's important that you're honest about it, honest with yourself, honest with others. And it's important that you take the action piece of that as well. And don't shortchange any of them. You know, be genuine about the honesty has to lead to repentance, right? You yeah. ha- It has to lead to actionable change. Like, you can't just make this kind of a, a ritual. Yeah. You know, like, okay, well, I've said these things and, like, now I'm good to go. It's like, mm-hmm. no, like, take it seriously. Um, when God reveals something to us, it's meant to be taken seriously and it can absolutely transform your life. Yeah. Please do not ignore it. Don't ignore it. I think that's Yeah, so what's the I think that's the challenge okay. to me is just like okay, is there something that you need to recognize has been an awakening? Because mm-hmm. I think it's easy to say, like, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, clearly someone else has had this, and like, or clearly this message was for someone else, or, <laughs> well, I've never walked through infidelity, yeah. so I don't have to worry about this. Yeah. And, you know, justifying our actions. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, is there's something for every one of us that God is trying to work on us and yeah. sift and, and we need to be refined. And mm-hmm. <laughs> there's just something for each and every one of us. Don't ignore it. Do, yeah. do the steps, um, lean into Jesus. That, mm-hmm. that is our, our challenge for this week. Where do you need to see your aha moment? Nice. All right. See you next week.